Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transformations Podcast. So here is part two. So it says in chapter 21, David completes a census, which was a great sin against God. Satan incited David to do that in verse one. And Joab warned David in verse 3, but David did it anyways. God punished Israel in verse 7, and David confesses sins in verse 8. God tells Gad, David's seer, to choose between one of the three options for, for the consequences of his sins in verses 9 and 10. A plague was sent in Israel, and 70,000 men died in verse 14. This also happened. God sent an angel to destroy Jerusalem. But as the angel was doing so, the Lord saw and relented concerning the disaster and said to the angel who was destroying the people, Enough! Withdraw your hand. The angel of the Lord was then standing at the threshing floor of the drip side. In verse 17, David said to God, Was it not I who ordered the fighting men to be counted? I, the shepherd, have sinned and done wrong. These are but sheep. What have they done? Lord my God, your hand fall on me and my family, but do not let this plague remain on your people. End quote. God told Gad to tell David to go to the altar, and David was obedient in verses 18 and 19. I noticed in this text that God sent Gad to speak to David. I sinned separate us from God, and that's why I personally believe that God was not speaking directly to David. Also, his sin had 70,000 people killed. Our sin is devastated and destroys everything and everyone in our path. And David should have listened to Joab, who tried to warn him. Listen to godly and wise counsel will always help us in the end. I love David's response when he, when he was given an offering. Um, verse 24. King David replied to Arab, No, I insist on paying the full price. I will not take for the Lord what is yours or sacrifice a burnt offering that costs me nothing. End quote. I want to give God my very best and not give God my leftovers or sloppy seconds. David called on the Lord and the Lord answered him in verse 26. God loves it when we repent. God is there when we repent and live for him. Incredible. Verse 30. But David could not go before it to inquire of God because he was afraid of the sword of the angel of the Lord. End quote. It is good to acknowledge my fear, but to choose, but choosing to live and it blocks me from fellowship and being used by God. In chapter 22, David made preparations for, for the temple. Even though he wanted to build a temple for God, God said no and gave Solomon to, to do it. David accepted and greatly assisted Solomon to make preparations for the temple before his death. Verse 5. This is a heart that I want to have for God. When God says no to someone or something that I want and gives it to someone else. I do not want to be jealous, envious, bitter, slanderous, or hard-hearted. I want to celebrate with, with them and build them up. I love how David acknowledges that it was his desire and what God decided to do instead in verses 7-10. through 10. God, God's call for David and Solomon was significantly different in verses 7-10. through 10. Am I going to accept the situation that God has me in or compare it to a more favorable option in my opinion? That is why comparison is the thief of joy. I love the importance of discretion and understanding so that Solomon may keep the word of the Lord in verse 12. Is, is that how I see my gifts, wisdom, and talents to be used to obey the Lord and live for him? Such a great question. I love how God said that success will come to those who are careful to observe the decrees and laws that God has given us. 
verse 13. The importance of being strong and courageous to not be discouraged in verse 13. I love that the chapter ends 19. Now devote your heart and soul to seeking the Lord your God. Begin to build a sanctuary of the Lord God so that you may bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and the sacred articles belonging to God into the temple that will be built for the name of the Lord. In chapter 23, the Levites were responsible for the following. David said in verse 4, Of course, 24,000 are to be in charge of the work of the temple of the Lord and 6,000 are to be the officials and judges. 5. 4,000 are to be the gatekeepers and 4,000 4, are to praise the Lord with musical instruments I have provided for that purpose. 13. The sons of Aaron, Aaron and Moses. Aaron was set apart. He and his descendants forever to concentrate the most holy things, to offer sacrifices before the Lord, to administer before him, and to pronounce the blessings in his name forever. 28. The duty of the Levites was to help Aaron's descendants in the service of the temple of the Lord, to be in charge of the courtyard, side rooms, the purification of all sacred things, and the performance of other duties at the house of the Lord. 30. They were also to stand every morning to thank and praise the Lord. They were to do so in the evening. And in verse 31 and 32, And whenever burnt offerings were presented to the Lord on the Sabbaths, at moon fets, and at the appointed festivals, they were to serve before the Lord regularly in the proper number and in the prescribed way for them. And so the Levites carried out their responsibilities to the tent of the meeting for the holy place and under the relatives of the descendants of Aaron for the service of the temple of the Lord. That was some of their responsibilities. In chapter 24, the divisions of the priests were discussed. In, adi in addition, the remaining Levites were discussed as well. In chapter 25, verse 1, David, together, the commanders of the army, set apart some of the sons of Ashav, Heman, and Judah for the ministry of prophesying, accompanied by harps, lyres, and cymbals. End quote. The list of the men who performed the service was listed. In chapter 26, in verse 12, 20, and 27, these divisions of the gatekeepers, their leaders had duties for administering it in the temple of the Lord, just as the relatives had. The treasurers had the other officials. That was verse 12. Um, summary, the, the treasurers and other officials were mentioned for the following. And down, this is actually verse 20. Their fellow Levites were in charge of the treasuries of the house of the Lord and the treasuries for the dedicated things. Also, in verse 27, some of the plunder taken in battle, they dedicated for the repair of the temple of the Lord. Jerah had 2,700 relatives who were able men and the heads of the families, and the king David put them in charge of the Rebites, the Gadites, and half of Manasseh for every man pertaining to the Lord and for the fears of the king. End quote. In chapter 27, the army divisions who won the list of the Israelites, heads of families, commanders of thousands, and commanders of hundreds, and the officers who served the king and all the concerned armies that were on the duty month by month throughout the year. Each division consisted of 20,000 men, end quote. The leaders of the tribes were mentioned and verse 23. David did not take the number of the 20 other men 20 years old or less because the Lord had promised to make Israel as numerous as the stars in the sky. 24. Draw up the son of Jangroth. Began to count the men but did not finish. God's wrath came to Israel on the account of this numbering, and the number was not entered in the book of Enos of King David. End quote. The king overseers were discussed in the end of the chapter. So thank you so much for listening to 
Transform My Hisha's podcast. Um, the next um, next summaries will be coming up very soon. So thank you so much. Bye bye.